Welcome to Courtside Indiana podcast. I'm Jim Reamer, joined by Nick Baumgart. Nick, welcome to episode 127, my man. What's going on, Jim? How was your weekend? Tiring. <laughs> Very tiring. Do you know I sound like I'm tired? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I feel like I may have to put this one on my back here, you know, so I <laughs> might be late, late today on Sunday. And well, we don't really do. We have, I got the energy here, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put you on the back, Jimmy. Let's go. Nice. All right. We'll see if that works. I'll, uh, probably, I'll, probably, I'll probably miss the shot. So, anyway. Actually, go. hold on a second. You know, I didn't send the recruiting information. Hold on a second. That might help if, I, if I'm prepared. What if I, what if I come here prepared maybe once in a while? Hey, let's go. Uh, let's see here. Hold on a second. What's today? Today's the second. Um, what was last Monday? Last Monday was what? Dang on it. Uh, or last Tuesday, we recorded on Tuesday, didn't we? Yeah, you can throw me for a loop here. Well, no, I can tell you, it's uh, should probably edit Tuesday. this out. 26th, 25th. Okay, we got Jake, we got Jacobs' stuff. Okay, we got that. Um, all right, I got it here. Hold on a second, I should probably edit this out, right? Yeah, that's a pretty easy edit. Yeah, but or I'm, you can just you know, once keep, keep it in, one wonder, keep it in. let everybody know that we're we're flawed individuals. Well, you know, speak for you. Let's. No. No. Right. Um, I thought it was. I then I it sent to the wrong person. Nice. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. We're ready to start. <laughs> um, recruiting updates. This is why we have Zach. Zach gets this. I, actually, I sent it to Zach, too. So wasn't that. Uh, all right, Sam Jacobs offers, offers, recruiting, recruiting. Johnny Summers gets an offer from Central State Division II school. Uh, Dejani Summers is uh, from Evansville Harrison, your neck of the woods. We're, I guess we could talk about that. Britt Harris from Bosco Prep gets an offer from Grand Valley State Division II school out of Michigan. And then a slew of commitments this week, uh, headlined by Reggie Bass committing uh, earlier today to um, Central Michigan. J.J. Loudon committed to from, from well, whatever prep school he went to, from uh, committed to Weber State. Got Blake Jacobs committed to Ohio Northern earlier this morning or probably yesterday. Uh, Deontay Davis, along with his brother who had entered the, the transfer portal, had uh, opened up his recruiting recruitment, both committed to Seton Hall. Bobby Winnell from Taylor uh, committed to IUPUI. Not sure there was a scholarship involved there, um, but um, you know that's he's he'll, he'll contribute. He'll contribute, especially if they have some of the same issues they had last year. And Sam Jacobs from Hamilton Southeastern committed to DePaul with a W, the D three school in Greencastle. So good pickup. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Bass finally has a home after after playing a full f- five weeks of AAU. I don't even recall when he got the Central Michigan offer. I think it's been recent. It's fairly recent, yes. Yeah, somebody had asked me over the weekend, why is he still playing? Why doesn't he just commit to Central Michigan? And then he popped uh, this morning. So, or at least it was announced this morning. So, so good for Reggie. Uh, you know, it's 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 tough. You know, the conversations with guys like that, when when you start looking at a high major window, Sometimes that unless unless people think you're a pro, the discussion quickly becomes, 
what is it that he doesn't do well that will keep him from being good at a high major? And that's almost what the conversation was as soon as he committed to Illinois, right? Well, I think that was kind of an interesting situation, too. It was kind True. of one of those situations where good for Reggie, like it was not, not a real offer. I mean, let's face it. That's what it came down to. Well, it, and it started out as a real offer, and I think by the time he, he got around to it, it was it was. Um, they spent Illinois staff spent a little while wiggling out of that one. Yeah, but you know, it was just kind of funny. I mean, this is simplifying it a little bit, but Reggie, you know, called their hand, and <laughs> but you know, that's what's going to happen if you in this new recruiting gym with these fake offers. Yeah, and you know, and look, I think, I think if Reggie can be a little bit more efficient with the ball and then just be engaged on defense, he's got the talent to succeed in the Mac. And and then the rest of it is going to be, how can he get into shots? Does it, does it have to take five or six dribbles for him to get into a shot? I mean, physically he's got the ability to do it. Uh, you know, the, the question is, is the, he's, the ball stops with him a lot. And while he does rack up a decent number of assists, it's because the ball stops with him a lot. You know, it's it's in his hands. And very few times do you see him fluidly move the ball for the sake of movement. It's always for, a, you know, an assist or and, – and that's and that got better as he was at Tech and later in the year because, you know, you just – you learn to build – develop trust with your teammates. Um. I don't think he's a selfish player, but sometimes I think he's um, he's got yeah he's got, he's a, got, little, a, little he's got a little hero ball in him, and he's got a little bit of an attitude at times. You know, I mean, it comes out in his body language. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it comes comes out as. And I'm not saying, look, Reggie Bass has all the tools, right, to be all Mac. I mean, I think we both agree, like he's talent wise, like. And it's a great story, you know. Uh, here's a kid from Muncie who's got a chance to go to college, right? Yeah. Got a chance to use basketball to really help their life, and and you know, it's what I think the questions are with you know the body language and the maturity, but also is he going to stick? You know, will he stay there? Um, I think that's you know he's several schools in several years, and not to say that there's not good reason for all all the moves. I mean, four high schools. Yes. I just, you know? there's, there's some concern. I mean, it's just, so I think, you know, between that and, you know, um, they just played a unique style there at Tech. And so I don't think that, like you said, it kind of d- devolves sometimes into, you know, running fast and getting the ball, shooting it or passing for an assist and the ball kind of sticks a little bit in those situations with the certain guys. Reggie's one of them. And I think, so that all added up talent wise though. I mean, it's, there's a one-on-one contest, like kids really good. Yeah. And he's got a good body. He's had a good body for a while and that's, and sometimes you wonder, or, you know, early maturation can sometimes stunt progress, you know, when you're successful doing it a certain way, you, why change? You know, there's, there's some, there's some fairness in that. It's a good point. In that viewpoint, you know, and, and, and a lot of it is, well, because the coaches know more than you do, you know, and, and, and I don't know, you know, I don't know what 
Coach Turner was talking to him about, you know, what, what they were telling him. I mean, they basically they basically played a four out, one in, and and if they weren't creating turnovers, they were trying to bomb away. And I, you know, I kind of think they were playing the three point math game. We'll just hit more threes, so many threes that you have to try and keep up. The problem is, is that they just were launching them from sometimes outrageous distances with a very low percentage of going in, and eventually it caught up to them. You know, they if, can get. You could, yeah, I think you hit on a good point. If you were one of those teams that could control the ball, handle the ball, uh, you didn't get rattled. You know, you had a good chance of succeeding against Tech. If you didn't, <laughs> it could be a long night. Yeah. I like Loudon at that low D1 level or yeah. you know, mid or mid major. I don't know. You know, sometimes I lose track. You know, not all one bid leagues are, are low majors, but I think if you're in a one bid league, you're, you're sort of at that cusp. And that's not a big deal. Sometimes that comes and goes with each conference. So, um, but, that's a good, I mean, that's a good, that's a good level for him. I've always thought he was a D one player because I liked his passing. I liked his versatility with his ball handling. And I, and I liked his defense. I love this defense. He's, he's, he's got a chance to be a, a great defender at that level. And he played at a high level for a long time, like mm-hmm. well, a long time, but I mean, you know, as a sophomore, I mean, if you go down the list of names that he, he's been going against, I, I thought he should have stayed at Pike. I thought that would have been a great story. I thought they could have really, yep. you know, but and he and he's the opposite of Bass in terms of the ball never sticks with him. I mean, he's he sure. was Pike's primary ball handler until Devin Woods got you know was able to step in and take some minutes. Um, but but he was that, a kid that do what? That's ultimately what led to him leaving Pike, right? Was well, Devin I think Wood. so. Mm-hmm. Well, but I I don't know that. I mean, look, there's that's just my opinion. If you've got three guys who can handle it like they like they would have, then I, I think there still would have been room for him to to do sure. that. It, it, hopefully, it wasn't. That's not the reason why. But no, but I, I wonder too sometimes if if you know you put a kid like Loudon in a position where he's compelled to score, where he's pushed to score, um, that you know doesn't become something that he's just better at it. You know, versus playing the same type of role at Pike. I know they were obviously looking for something different, but I think I mean I don't. I, this is just what I'm putting together here. Is is that you know they felt like like you know JJ should have been the primary ball handler and Devin was getting you know uh, playing that role a little bit and you know it's hard to play off the ball. Like well, this is what I'm surmising is that they figured it was hard going to be hard to play off the ball when you have a kid as good as Ryan Conwell. Um, so I, I don't know. It just kind of feels like it was a little crowded or, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah just like to explain my point a little bit, but I think at the D one level, I think he's, he's got a good disposition. He could, he can be a, th- a fourth option at the D one level and still be effective because he's a wonderful passer and a really good defender. So, yeah, no, for sure. I think I'm curious to see what his scoring's like. The scoring <laughs> and, and you know, and, and, no, a great, great passer, great defender. Um, I sent the recruiting information to to the wrong person, friend of mine, and <laughs> got that hot, hot information, yeah, man. That's right. Yeah. So, 
a, a, a husband and wife couple that are here locally that I that I just hang out with and and I just, we're talking about Ozark <laughs> and I put in recruiting information in our group chat <laughs> like do we need oh, this? It's a group it's a group like, do we do we okay. need this I'm like no we don't need that you guys don't need that this is boring stuff for you guys this is what we're talking about right now so um Bobby Winnell to IUPUI congratulations to him congratulations to his dad on on getting that done um I'd be anxious to see if if he gets a chance to develop and play there. Um, the Davis brothers going to Seton Hall. Yeah. Who's the head coach there? Uh, Hurley. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Danny Hurley. I wonder if there was any any Butler involvement there. I don't know who Butler's recruiting. Well, they're, Contrary they're, to popular belief, uh, well, they didn't. They didn't lose. They really didn't lose anybody, did they? Yeah, they did. They lost Golden. They lost their big one of their big men. The pop, popular contrary belief. Contrary to popular belief, I don't get all all my information like from the the staff. Like, oh, was that was that? I was accused big, of at one point. Who accused you of that? Why? Why was that? Be, why would that be a big deal? I don't know. They just, you know, I had mentioned on Twitter, right that that matter would be uh, well-served to think about keeping David Raglan, right? Well, hell yeah. We all thought that. And, and I know for a fact through various people that Tayshawn Comer was wanted to go to Butler. Oh. And Connor Seijan wanted to go to Butler. And Val wouldn't pull the trigger. Val wouldn't pull the trigger. And David, but, but, and so people said, oh, well, that had to come from David. No, it didn't. It did not come from David. So anyway, I'm just saying, contrary to popular belief, uh, but all that's true. I mean, they, they, Tayshawn Comer even retweeted it. That was even, that was the funny thing. Funniest well, the, and it's not like Butler hasn't won with small guards. Right. I mean, their, their history is, is, especially their recent history is flooded with, you look at TJ, you look at, you look at Norad, you look at Sean Vanzant, um, that's not true. That's not Vincent. Who was, um, God damn. My brain is mush right now. Well, you're the butler expert. I'm not, I mean, you'd, you'd think, but sometimes I, Kamari, yeah, Kamari, hold on. What's Sean Vincent? Who the Baldwin? The, huh? Baldwin was pretty big, right? Yeah, Kamar Baldwin. There we go. That's who I was thinking of. Good. Okay. Man. That's why you don't get up at 4 50 in the morning. Okay. And then stay up. I don't mind waking up at 4 50, but. At some point, should have got that nap. Should have got that. Should got that mid afternoon nap. <laughs> I'm a man. What do you want to talk about? We're we're done talking about recruit. Oh no, Johnny Summer Central State Division Two. Give give us give us a little bit on that. What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that level would be good. He's got a really good body. Like, so when you see him in person, he's a lot bigger and a lot longer than than you would normally, you know. When you I mean, we have him. that as his only offer. Is that accurate? Possibly. I mean, I don't. I'm not the one that does all that. I I do some if I'm if Zach is out. Zach keeps that up to date. Here's no. It's probably accurate. But here's he's got a lot of attention. Here's the the thing that's kind of I think stands out to people about that. I mean, he's he's like 32 and 36 as a varsity player at Harrison. 
you know, if you're that, if you're that guy, if you're that dude, you know, you, you, you've won, you, you win a little more here. So he's had some good, you know, Terrence Ringo. Um, yeah. He had some good, so I, I don't, I'm, I'm a little, um, you know, but, but it's kind of a little, little set, kind of a push set shot. So, you know, can he, can he shoot like off the move? Can he shoot, you know, coming off screens? Can he shoot? So we'll see, we'll find out, but you know, yes, athletically, um, six, five long, decent athlete, but he's, he's got real long arms and just, he can plays above the rim, you know? So we'll see. I kind of, I kind of expected maybe a Juco something to, because I think he thinks he's division one player for whatever that means, you know, as far as division. Well, he's not committed yet. So that, that, so, was, that was just an offer. So first offer sounds about first right. offer. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think that's, that's the whole, that's the hold back. I mean, good talent, but. Brett Harris with a D2 offer. I, see, it's, it's a kid too, I think, especially with the way he shoots it, I think is, it could be a low D1 guy. But again, I guess that you have to buy into that he's definitely a point guard and that may or may not be the case. Um, he's definitely wonderful in space. Transition. Fun to watch. I would have yeah, to look at him a little, little longer, a little harder. If you know, if I was going to offer him, I, I, I didn't get, get a chance to see him a whole lot, much at all, none this year. He was at Bosco. Um, would have been interesting to see if he would have stayed at Marquette Catholic. You know, could they have put together a pretty good run with him and Caden Mana? I guess the part I don't get, and and maybe this is just because I don't do it as willingly as others. I don't, the whole seniors playing AAU still on, on junior teams. First of all, I think it takes up spots for, for kids that need to get recruited. Um, especially kids that have offers. We did, I tell you what, full disclosure, we did invite one senior to play with us this summer. That was Matt Spears from tech. And I know at the time I, I realized he had had a he had offer. It, it was not an active offer by the, by the middle of the, by the middle of the winter. And, you know, it just was an, an intriguing kid. I think a kid with upside. And I think a kid that definitely could end up doing a year post-grad somewhere. Right. Um, but he is playing for an unsigned senior team, which I, I think that part's great. I don't mind an unsigned senior team. But what, what I find funny is sell the, the, the Twitter, the social media media celebration of the, of how these guys are doing when they're effectively playing down an age group. Right. It would be like a group of 17 year olds playing 16 year olds and, and having a good game and people going on and on and on about how great they've been. I mean, I hope so. Or like our, so I follow baseball. I'm a big MLB guy. Yeah. You know, your levels, right? Like, so if you're 26 and you're playing low A ball and you're tearing it up, it's right. not. Right. Heck. Well, and, and 
how many of these guys recruiting has actually changed by doing this? You, you know, know whose fault it is? Oh, you know who, who I blame? I don't blame the kids. I mean, oh, yeah, can. yes, no, I agree. And I don't think you blame the kids either. You're not that kind of person. I mean, no, I, I don't blame it. I don't blame it like from the standpoint of it's annoying because it's not their fault what people say. But and they, but and they probably blame. shouldn't turn down opportunities, but no, and I would do the same thing. You know, I agree completely with you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm in, but here's who I blame I blame the NCAA. Okay. Because they started this, they they created this mess. They had no no foresight at all. Okay, they never sat there and said, "Well, what's what's gonna what's it gonna look like down the river?" Right? We're in Evansville, Jim. They pollute the hell out of the Ohio. You know who does it? Pittsburgh. <laughs> they have no for. They don't care down the river. Who gives it? Who cares about Evansville, Indiana? In Pittsburgh. So my point is that that's the NCAA down the river. They don't care about the high school kids. They don't, they don't care. Oh, he didn't get an offer. Okay. Well, he can play AAU. Well, you know who now we're, here we go. We're, well, we're the, all the, the way one, down to 17 year old you 17 U kids getting hurt because the NCAA made some stupid decisions about. Now, now I'll give it somewhat of a pass because we've had two, we had two years of COVID two summers where COVID impacted exposure, but like that, that, Glenn Robinson team has three seniors playing on it. And the only one that should be playing is Babuziak because he's he missed a lot. He's been injured a lot. And it's definitely impacted his recruiting. I mean, Britt Harris well, had division one offers, Basco Britt had Harris. division one offers. And yeah, I mean, granted, they maybe they didn't like those offers, but I don't think their recruiting is going to change one instant, one instance by by continuing to play. I, there's not too many situations except for maybe a developing big man. So there you go, like a Babuziak or a kid that's sustained a lot of injuries where that's, that's really done much to help him. So. Uh, hey, what's the latest on Jackson Edwards? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got some interest on him this week. There you go. That's the latest then. But, you know, I just didn't know if that was how far down the down the road it was. So, well, I mean, you know, again, it seems like he would be an obvious case of just committing to another Ohio Valley team or, or another, you know, one of the other schools that recruited him. But for some reason, he's not. And I, I would I would rather doubt that those guys aren't that all of those teams aren't interested in him. And I would gather that any team that offered him originally who wasn't who isn't interested in him now is, is just because they don't have any scholarships to give. Murray State would have been a really good situation. Yeah. I mean, feels like, I don't know if he's playing any AAU or not, but there's no reason for him to be uncommitted at this point, other than him reaching, you know, right. Michael Ely. Here's a good, Michael Ely would be an example of that. Here's a guy that had a lot of, you know, had a handful of mid-major offers. Yes. But, Turned them all, basically turned them all down, or at least didn't act on them, didn't follow through with them, probably didn't communicate well with them, started changing schools, you know, went to the elevation prep, bypassed the schools that had offered him. And now he's looking at NAI schools, you know, and, and again, I don't mean to demean the Crossroads League because it's great basketball, but. You know, there was a kid that had a chance to play at a higher level and for some reason thought he would do better 
just just a lot of bad a lot of bad information out there yeah people listen to the wrong wrong people yeah you know uh, i don't think people understand fully how amazing the athletes are even at at like a a low major mid-major level like division one at like so when i was at evansville gym you know i played well, I was hurt for two years, but I was behind when I was healthy. I was behind Jeremy Stanton, right? Yeah. Jeremy Stanton had six high major division one soccer scholarships. I had to go against that guy every day. And you can, it's, it's just like you, you would be so blessed to, to get a, a mid-major offer, division one offer. I mean, that's, I just can't believe some of these guys that, that, that scoff at that or, or think that they're, Listen to the right people, have some self-awareness and, and find a place where you can get off the bench. I mean, that's my advice to people is it's not, oh, can you go there and, and can you can you play or can you whatever that means? Can you know, can you actually get off the bench and get playing time? And sometimes the bad advice comes from parents. I mean, I don't. You know, one, one thing we do when we as we go through our teams, we, we really talk to the parents a lot about the recruiting processes and. And I always, I always tell them again, we've talked about this. I'm sure, I'm sure I've said it here, but I always tell them that I don't, I don't have to always be right, but I got to be close. You know, you, you can't have a school come watch us play or, or go to a, a kid's workout at this high school and walk out of there and think that I'm crazy because then I'll never, you know, I'll never have as much credibility as I did before. Um, of course, the way we've been shooting the ball this spring, I'm sure people think I'm crazy, but but that started to come around this weekend. So hopefully we, we, we tweaked a couple of things, but hopefully that um, allows us to build some uh, you know, good momentum. I and mean, we've had a good spring so far, but hopefully it allows us to build some momentum and then come out in June and, or July and firing away. But, um, but I, you know, you just got to be close. And I, I don't know that if these offers were made to kids, before really getting good evaluations. I mean, we know this 2023 class has some offers that were made to kids before there were any evaluations because <laughs> they, because they, they weren't allowed to, they weren't allowed to watch them play. And I don't think video does anybody justice unless you're just bone desperate to get a kid in there. And, and that's, that's not the case with this class or even, even, even 2022, I could understand some late 2021 guys, you know, having to basically, rely wholly on video because coaches couldn't come complete overreaction by the NCAA, but, but still it is what it is. But uh, speaking of the transfer reporter, your guy, Christian Lander committed to Western Kentucky. Any thoughts on that? You still there? Are you there? Yeah. I'm okay, so this is an audio. Nick, it's an audio podcast. You can't make faces. I'm, I'm not. I'm not making faces. I'm. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what I think about it. I mean, first of all, Bowling Green, Western Kentucky is fun. It is a yeah, wild. I've been time, there. Right? Been yeah. There. Well, if any, if you've party there, I, well, not as a college I student. I've been there later. There's some neat places. Town. There's some neat places. That's the. I mean, you like If you like college towns, there's always good places to hang out in the college town. So that part people. worries me a little bit. It's, it's two hours from, from Evansville. And it can't be that big. It can't be any bigger than IU as a party school. So no, but I'm just saying that's, it didn't work out at IU either. And 
you know yeah, i don't think it's because he's partying like i don't i don't i'm not saying that he is well i don't know about that i have no idea um i i'm not there i can't speak to that i would have just liked to have seen him end up at some place off the map that is pretty boring and where he can just focus solely on basketball i mean it's nothing i'm not saying anything about him personally i'm saying that about it as you as a human and I, I think all those you ask my opinion, Jim, and I'm giving you my opinion. I know, but I think those off yeah, the map schools are probably bigger party schools than anything, right? <laughs> There's nothing else know. to do. I don't know. I just know that, man, it's it's uh, Bowling Green's a good time. So, I, you know, it's going to have a good time. Now, the other kicker is the other thing to me, the sticks. Would I send my kid to play for Rick Stansberry? Answer is no. No. Why? I just wouldn't. What about Davenport of Bellarmine? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I have no – it makes sense. I love his offense. Yeah. Why – What was? what's the story there? Well, I get it when, you know, you don't like when things don't go your way, but – I guess it depends on how you react to it, you know, and, and, you know, I, 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 I it's, it's not, doesn't involve me. So I'll just keep my mouth shut. My but. thing with, with Stansberry. Um, yeah. To me, I have no, no reason not to, um, but you know, just with, with Stansberry, I just, um, I just don't know if he's, if he's, if he's out looking out to help Christian, you know, I mean, they take a lot of chances on guys. And I just don't know if, if I mean, Christian's just looking for a place to play. Like, I mean, forget, forget what you think of, forget what we think about is what Christian was, what Christian did. Was it a good idea? I think the end leaving early going, the answer to that was no. We, and we talked about that in real time. We're not second guessing. We talked about that in real time, how that that's just not a good idea. He's not physically ready to play in the Big Ten. I think at this point, Christian's just looking for somebody who's willing to give him the ball and play. I, I definitely don't blame a kid. That's one good reason to transfer. Now, how do you how do you attack that situation? I mean, from his standpoint, does he want to be a point guard? Because they're, I think their best player is a point guard uh, who's still there. Yeah, they could. They no, could, does he want to play basketball? Today's basketball can can handle two. People have been handle. saying that for twenty years. Today's basketball, this the basketball, well, it, is the same thing. You got to have a point guard. You got to have a leader. Uh, you, you can't have two. Guys. I mean, so my point is, Christian, it could help. Talk, didn't we just talk about Pike loud leaving and how he could have stayed there and it could have worked? I mean, we didn't know if it could work. I think it was. How, you're the you're the biggest you're the biggest Pike. Uh, pull out that record. You got that record right there. You say in the mix they've. They, oh, they, they struggle. Well, yeah, but losing in the Mick isn't exactly the same as losing game. I mean, big deal you lose in the Mick. I just you know, my the point worst is team in the Mick is still probably the, the the top twenty team in the state. I think it helps. Um, yeah, but you but but you have to win at your level, whatever level you're at. You have no, to. I, win. Well, I agree, but high school the level but, is the state. And, but I think it actually helps Christian if he can get, you know, he can find playing time because I've always said that I thought he was a, a scoring guard. I mean, 
he can play make. He, he's a combo. I just think he's a one and a half. He was a a six two combo guard, and had he chosen a, a mid major plus, a high major, you know, low high, I don't know, mid major plus, I think would have been really good mid major. You know, John ja Morant. There's no guarantee, John ja Morant, if he doesn't pick Murray State ever. You know, that was, one of, his, that was one of his only, one of his few offers. Though. So that's so. There you go. Um, his, so his deal work. was he just couldn't he couldn't shoot he couldn't he couldn't drop in the ocean when he came out of high school. So who's their point guard? Their point guard is what Davian McKnight. Yeah, that sounds right. And he's small, so I guess that's the one. So the, I guess I was going somewhere with it where comparing the Loudon situation. I mean, Loudon's six five. He's big. So, yeah, he's big. So you could play if he's a primary point guard. As long as he's play, as long as the other point guard there at Weaver State, not that I'm not saying that's I don't know their roster, but but like a Pike, he could play with Devin Woods and and because uh, you know they could shoot. Woods is a good shooter and and good a good catch and shoot guy. Um, I don't know what McKnight's numbers are. I know I see his averages. Let me check his shooting percentages. I mean, he's he's not horrible from three, thirty four percent. From three, uh, his big thing is he's this kid's average three point three turnovers per game. Uh, maybe Loudon helps him with that. You know, he's forty eight percent from two. That's not Lander. Great. You're talking about we're talking about. Yeah, Western. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, my fault. I did drop into that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I would worry about the size thing and playing two small guards. Jesus, sounds like me right now. Um, <laughs> and how that how that impacts your rotations. <laughs> that definitely sounds like me right now. Trivia um, question. Trivia question of the week, Jim. What? Last Indiana player to play at Weber State. Um, it's, it's going to be Hamilton. Well, it was a trivia question for the audience. You're right, John Hamilton. Well, yeah. John Hamilton well, Jr. Or well, no. we don't have audience participation here, so oh. right now, right now. <laughs> Right now, your audience is me. The one time we had audience participation, we ended up having some. We got the biggest freak naked, show ever. Naked, <laughs> what was that guy doing? That was oh. a, it. Was just a very unfortunately. That's funny. Unfortunate looking woman. No, I, I I hope the best for Christian. You know, oh, hell yeah. Um, but you know, um, again, like oh. I always say, you got you got to you got to go out and you got to do it, and that's. That's the end. It's all, all this being a prospect and all this stuff, the interviews and the followers and the, and the, the groupie love or whatever that those kids get is great. But you all, you have to, this, the, the Trey Kaufman, you have to cash those checks. I mean, it's a, it's a hard thing to learn as a, as a 18, 19, 20 year old. And you got to cash your check. You're only as good as, We were all we were all we were all high school stars, right? So no, no you were. <laughs> but you have to cash your check, it, it, and that's just a tough thing to. Um, so, Western Kentucky had a kid named Pancake Thomas back in 2017. That's a hell of a name. It's a hell of a name. Not as not as good as Popeye Popeye uh, Popeye Jones Popeye Jones and Murray State back when I was. We need to have, yeah, we need to, we need to get Shanley on here, Jeff Shanley on here and talk, have a podcast. We talk about our favorite AAU team names. 
the past 20 years. Hey, next time we'll have to, let's talk, let's talk a little, no excuses. I mean, that's, that was a pretty, uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Very well, bad. That was, a good, that was a good class. Yeah. But that, the playing style was, um, well, I'll just go ahead. This is Jason Gardner. Get to get Jason Gardner and Brody, Brody Boyd. Jason Gardner and Brody Boyd. No, no, no. Jason Gardner and Brody Boyd. Gary Betts had this offense. Right. But they would shoot the ball when they got to half court because mm-hmm. they had Zach Randolph, mm-hmm. John Stewart, uh, went to Kentucky, and Gavin Groninger, who went to Michigan. Obviously, you know this, Jim. I'm just Zach didn't play. Zach didn't play with them. Zach did play with them 100 percent No, he played with Mullins. He played with Pat. No, hundred yeah. percent. He played with no excuses. Well, he may have played. You. He may have played you once some weekend with no excuses, but he primarily paid, played with with Mullen. I well, I'm you. telling you, I'm promising you that he played in the state tournament. Okay. Yeah. I'm hundred percent. Is that Brownsburg High School? I mean, it's just these are facts. We can look it up. No, we can't. But yeah, we can. But anyway, they would shoot forty from. I don't know. Maybe it was his offense for one weekend. But I mean. No, they from they half pull, court. They would pull. No, they would pull from one dribble inside, and you know, Brennan Clemens and it was a good, it was a good athletic group. Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, hey, um, yeah, it's a light week, man. We we don't have a whole lot of topics. No, right uh, so Garwe Duel played well up in Fort Wayne, right? From, yeah. And uh, you know, outplayed G- Gabe Cups in the in the. Pool play. Yeah. Now Midwest turns around and, and wins it. Yeah, wins the event. That's that matters more to me than anything. George Hill lost, I want to say what, the Sweet 16? Illinois Wolves. Who you almost beat. Who we almost beat. Um In, Indian Elite uh beat Indy Heat without Logan Imes. Mm-hmm. Are you impressed? Well, yeah. I Ipsaro played really well. Shrewsbury was hitting shots. Um, Jeremy Fears talked a lot of trash for for uh, all the shot missing that he did. You know that's that's kind of one of those deals you just need to back that stuff up. And he was forcing a lot. Who was he talking to? Uh, he was primarily talking to Shrewsbury. He kept telling Shrewsbury, "You can't guard me. You can't guard me." And I'm pretty sure at some point Shrewsbury. Told him that he didn't need to be guarded. <laughs> he talked one time. One time it got to the point where the referee intervened and he still wouldn't shut up and he went 0 for 2 from the free throw line. <laughs> I mean, I look, I don't look, it's okay. Look, I've I've coached. There was no bigger prick on a basketball court than Darian Ringo. And there was no bigger, there was no bigger <laughs> jackass on a basketball court than John Peck and Paul. Two different teams, two different classes. Um, but, but those guys, you know, neither. I mean, of course, I mean, we're talking about shooting the ball, but th- those guys were also positional lockdown defenders and guys that could take you out of the game mentally and, and just wouldn't try to do crazy things on offense. Uh, you know, it's, I, mean, I could go down that list, but I've also coached kids that are damn good that, that didn't talk you know they didn't talk a lot but it's one thing when you do it and you can back it up but at some point you got to shut up because they were getting beat and he wasn't very efficient 
uh, very high volume effort on his part that game. Where's he going? Notre Dame? No, I think he's going Michigan State. Michigan State, that's right. Um, he, he's, you know, that that's a, you know, that's a, it's a, I mean, it's a group. It's, I, you know, I think they've had, I think they've had new faces kind of every week. And, and that's, you know, that's another issue, I guess, but, um, Indiana elite was strong and, uh, Indy heat led early and elite fought their way back. And then once they got the lead, the roof kind of caved in for Indy heat because it basically was the, uh, Draven Gibbs, Jeremy Fears, your turn, my turn show. And how was that working out? It, it did not. It did not. Meanwhile, Indiana Elite was still running their stuff and and um Rick Hart was better than the, the, the kid, the big kid from I want to say Cincinnati. That yeah. plays for plays uh, from Cleveland. Cleveland. Plays from Cleveland, yeah. But we played uh, Austin Parks. That was a that was a that was a one of the more fun games that I've coached, and and you know Jake Ch- Austin Parks is committed to Ohio State. We beat them by two points in overtime, awesome. and the Ohio Buckets, and they, I mean he's he's just a big physical kid. Now we would you know what 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 will he do in the Big Ten? I don't know yet, because basically everything he did was around the basket. And we made him work for it. Preston Roberts, we actually put Preston Roberts on him because Preston did such a great job on Nick Rickhart in the sectionals <laughs> that it was just like, well, I mean, we don't really want Preston to get in foul trouble, but it is our deepest position. So if he could do it effectively, you know, and maybe if, as long as he didn't get in foul trouble quickly, then we could we could sustain the hit. We started with Jake on him, and Jake, Jake battled him. Jake picked up two quick fouls, but I kept him in. He did not pick up his third. I let him play for three or four more minutes, then took him out. And he battled Parks pretty well, uh, especially on the glass. Uh, but, but Parks, I bet, has him outweighed by 25 pounds. And that's not, you know, that's, that's not great for Jake. But I think Jake had a, you know, Jake was a one kid all weekend that I think was, was good all around. He, he battled against the Illinois Wolves. He was, he just had a good weekend. And um, he's, um, he does a lot with the touches that he gets. But what do you think you would end up at? You know, we had a kid go to Colgate off our 2011 team. I, I think he's a little bit better than that kid. Okay. I think he's got better hands. I think he's got better touch. He, he's as good. A, he's a really good defender. I don't think he's as physical off the ball as as Dana Bat was. Of course, Dana Bat's a state champion too. So. With with Swanigan and Geist, but um, Jake was good against uh, good against Parks. But when when we we moved things around, they they had another big kid, so we put we put Cher, Jake Cherry on him, and kept Preston on on uh, on Parks, and just basically any time they tried to lob it, we we ate that up. And then they had a kid that shot the heck out of it, and once we covered him up, then we kind of. You know, that kind of took care of things. So your guy, Isaac Higgs, Higgs, did a great job on him the final six minutes of that game. He didn't score a basket after that. So, um, but, yeah, those were some nice matchups this past weekend. I, I did get to see a lot of Indiana kids, so there's some good database updates on the website for college coaches. Um, 
didn't, bomb didn't, moves back up. Didn't yeah, I saw that Substack? No, no, no. I, oh, bombhoops.com. Back up. Nice. Good for you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Now I just don't need to get on your hosting plan. <laughs> we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> All you, right, you, just need to, you just need to get your own little section on my site. We'll call it bomb. You get to keep your branding and do that. I got right. two weeks off so we can get that done. Okay. Any, uh, no, I don't I mean, think we've got so. some Southern Indiana subscribers. That would be your money. Yeah. I mean, it may not be, I mean, it might be beer money for a week, but it wouldn't be like make your rich money. I haven't drank a beer in a while, Jim. I get heartburn really bad these days. Oh, do you really? All right. Well, getting old, man. Might be, might be a call. I'm going to go money. straight to the whiskey. I'm going to go. Might be Culver's money. Straight to the bourbon. All right. There you go. That's fine. What do you got coming up this week? Are you going to, anything going on? There's any, any good events this week that we know of? Uh, no, I want to say there's one in Fishers. What next weekend? I don't know. Well, next weekend is the Adidas May Classic, but, yep. but this weekend there's nothing huge. May try to get up to, may try to get up there. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to go watch games on Saturday. Sunday's Mother's Day and I've got plans out of town. I don't know if I don't know if Adidas will let me in though. I've, I've had a lot of things to say about Adidas. Oh, they'll let you in. I'm just kidding. They yeah. don't care. They don't know who they don't care. They don't know who Nick Baumgart is. I'm That's right. <laughs> yeah, no clue. No idea, Jim. All right. Anything else? No. All right. I'm good. I'm good, my man. It's good talking to you. All right. Let's let's shut her down, guys. I appreciate everybody for listening. Those that listen every week, we thank you. Those that don't, what are you doing? What are you doing, my man? What are you doing? Yep. Hit that subscribe button. Have the podcast delivered straight to your app on your phone, desktop, or tablet. As always, we appreciate a rating and review, and you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter and Instagram at Courtside IND. That's Courtside IND. You can reach Nick on Twitter at, is it just Bomb Hoops? No, on Twitter at Nick underscore Baumgart. There you go. B a u m g a r t. Zach hey. is Zach is texting. Zach's been texting much of the podcast. Um, not in a position to record. So, Box Out Sports is a leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team. Or, and or student athletes this season, you can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. That's not just basketball only. That can be right across your athletics department. So school coaches, ADs, if you're listening, give them a try. It's good stuff. So, Nick, my man, I appreciate it. You got it, Jim. We'll wrap this up. And we'll, we'll talk, talk next again. week. We'll talk to you next week, but thanks.